Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. It's a new month at the Gals Guide Library, and we are celebrating Black History Gals. Woohoo! I do love that nationally we take February to shine a spotlight on Black history. It is something that I think should be done in the months-long and year-long process because there's a lot of history to uncover, to digest, and to heal from. But with this fabulous show, at least you get one cool gal every week to learn about. So woohoo! Uh, also, we are recording on Zoom because hashtag snowpocalypse here in the Midwest. So if we sound a little bit different or if you hear our animals or echoey or whatever, you know what? At least we're doing a show. <laughs> we showed up and we're excited to learn about our fabulous guests. So let me introduce my Zoom sisters from another misters uh, for this month's episode. So first up, she is the new board president of Gals Guide, and I'll never get sick of saying it. It's Katie <laughs> Harris, y'all. Yay! <laughs> so, Katie, you have been rocking this new year so far. You said it has to do with your planner. But tell the good people uh, who you are, remind them who you are, and what yeah. you've been up to. So, so I'm Katie Harris. I lead book clubs at Gals Guide. We've already had two this month. Well, yes. no, January. We're in, Well, you know. Yes, exactly. We've already had two so February. far. <laughs> February. It's all January until the sun's out again, right? Fair enough. <laughs> and everything, everything thaws. Um, but yes, and stepped into the role of Gals Guide president of the board, um, which is amazing. And we've also been working really hard to get ready for our Galentine's Day celebration. That'd be so cool. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, I go to a, a job working with kids as well, but this month has been really awesomely focused on Gals Guide and I love it. Woot woot. Look at that. Nice little fresh change of breath. <laughs> mm-hmm. And my planner is keeping me on track. I love it. I love it when a planner works. It's only a tool. So it's only as good as you let it be. So, but yeah, I love that it's, it's working with you. It's really silly. Uh, Gunner ran into the table when I had my planner out with my coffee one morning. Mm-hmm. And knocked my coffee onto the edge of it. So now my planner is dirty. And I partially feel like it's ruining my life. I'm like, this is the thing that's going to keep me organized and like keep my life clean and together and working and functioning. Mm-hmm. And now it has coffee stains on it. But it was only a matter of time. I mean, it's either that or your dog eats it. So I mean, like, it's the lesser of two evils. It's the but... little victories. <laughs> So next up, she is the new board vice president. That's the word that I was missing in my show notes of Gail's Guide. It is Bonnie Feldworth. Can you tell we just had an election? (laughs) Yay, Bonnie! (laughs) So Bonnie, remind the good people about yourself and tell them what you've been up to. I'm Bonnie Feldworth. I'm the vice president and a library manager of the Gail's Guide to the Galaxy Library. Um, and I'm also a visual artist. I do paintings of women throughout history. And I'm working on getting my Master's of Information and in Library Science degree. Yes, otherwise known as Not the unicorn degree. At all. <laughs> I love it. You'll be magical. <laughs> More than you already are. <laughs> 
So next up, I don't want to have her feel left out because we've got a new president and a vice president. So we're just going to crown her queen of our world. Is that fair? People, Eden is here. Yay, Eden is back! Remind the good people all about yourself and the queen that you are. <laughs> Hi, I'm Eden, Eden Evans de Rosier. I am your genealogical genealogist extraordinaire. Yes. Sal pal. Um, so I'm really happy to come to you again with another Gals Guide podcast. Yes, exactly. I love it. And normally I'm able to give you lots of alcoholic inspiration <laughs> but unfortunately it was a byob situation for this particular recording <laughs> which is fine there you go <laughs> i love it as for me i am dr leah leach and i'm still the executive director of gals guide which is very nice so i'm excited to learn about all the gals that are going to be brought to the table but before we dive in we're doing a new segment, second month of this new segment, of seeing what's on the Gals Guide calendar. Dun, 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 dun. So we are quite front-loaded with this snowpocalypse as well, uh, but we have four events that are coming up at the Gals Guide Library because can you say, I don't know, Valentine's weekend? <laughs> So on Friday, February 11th, we are joining Nickel Plate Arts for date night on campus. We're going to be making mini little love notes made out of torn paper or made out of paper, not torn paper, made out of paper to make little tiny envelopes that you can put mini love notes in. So this activity is from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Nickel Plate Arts on Saturday, February 12th. Uh, we actually have two events on Saturday. Uh, the first First up from 12 to 2 is our stitching bitch. And we always say that you don't need to be stitching, but prepare for some bitching. <laughs> so we have a lot of fun. We have cross stitch projects and coloring pages, but bring your own uh, art activity and just have fun. So again, that is Saturday from 12 to 2. After Stitch and Bitch, stay and meet local author and USA Today best-selling author Nan Reinhardt. Nan has a brand new book, just got released February 1st, called The Valentine's Wager. And she's going to be signing copies of that book and her previous book and talking about the Lang Brothers from the River's Edge series. So Nan is in the library from 2 to 4 on Saturday, Valentine's weekend. And then as Katie alluded to Sunday is Galentine's Day. So we are getting all parks and rec on this. We are taking a day for ladies celebrating ladies, kicking it breakfast style. So check to see on the website at galsguide.org whether or not this event has sold up. At the time of recording, we had six tickets left. So it is going quite quick. So, but see how many tickets are available because we want our poetic noble land mermaids to join us for a waffle bar and mimosa bar. So yes, check galsguide.org for these events and for all events that are coming up. But now we get to dig into Black History Gals Month and learn about all these awesome gals. So of course, Bonnie. Are you ready to go first? <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I like just leaning into it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you have for us, Bon Bon? 
I have Queen Nanny of the Maroons. Ooh, interesting. Yes. Um, So most of what we have from her comes from oral stories and legends. Cool. Uh, But we do know that she was an actual person, uh, but she only shows up in archives about four times. Oh, okay. So um, she was living in Jamaica. But it's rumored that she came from uh, Guana, from the Akan people, and that she came to Jamaica as a free woman. Nice. Very wonderful. And rare. Um, (laughs) She was an expert um, with uh, knowledge of herbs and medicines, and she helped uh, keep her people free from uh british armies she had a local of uh or a group of like uh runaway slaves that they like had their own little community out in the the forest that were hard to traverse if you didn't know where you were going Mm. and they were kicking the british's butts (laughs) yes Um, so strength in numbers but then also knowing their area very well yeah they were doing uh guerrilla warfare which was which guerrilla with you very <laughs> uncomfortable um they were not used to that um the these people called the maroons developed a technique for preserving meat called jerking oh jerky instead of smoking meat which helped keep them hidden from the british Oh, something we still have today. Interesting. Wow. Like, I'm not a jerky fan, but I was like, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, their little, their town was called Old Nanny Town. Um, and it, it's still there. It's like an archaeological site. Um, but it's like kind of lost. Like, you need a guide to get there of someone who's been there before. Um, it's not just like a tourist attraction that you can just go to. Mm-hmm. Um, you need someone who's been there before and there's like uh, traditions and like rituals that you have to perform to go there safely. Ooh, I like it. Um, so they have to do like different like blessings and like multiple like stops along the way. Um, and the British were the British were like so mad at these people. Like they were like, they wanted to get these people so bad. Because at the time, um, there was a belief that people of African descent just were not able to govern themselves. Mm. That, that just, you know, white people needed to step in and help them. They thought they were on a rescue mission of some kind? I don't know. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but the Maroons proved them wrong because they had their own little community and they were doing just fine. They had jerky? Yes. And All they good. were kicking the British's butts. Um, there's no record of her marrying or having children, but it's kind of like common, uh, like belief among the, um, descendants of the Maroons and just Jamaicans in general to say that they have the blood or spirit of Nanny with them, like in them, that they're all descendants of Queen Nanny. Um, and there's several, like, legends of her that are amazing because she's got some kind of like uh um 
like mythology cool yeah and they're amazing so are you ready for my favorite one yes please my favorite one is there's a legend that she would capture bullets from british soldiers with her butt what that she would somehow capture them with her butt and she would fire it back at them and there wasn't a whole lot of like, I'm not sure if that meant that she somehow, like, her butt actually fired them Why back, is this not a movie? Or she, like, <laughs> dug the bullet out and put it back in a gun and was like, take it back. But as a wow. movie, and I no, love it. That's so amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for you to say, like, she caught him in her teeth, you know, and then, like, spit him back or something. Yeah. Like this went a different different area. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> um, there's a legend that says that she hypnotized British soldiers and they fell into a large boiling pot. Well, she was shooting them with her butt bullets. Yeah. <laughs> the butt bullets, I'm thinking, like, it could have just been, you know, how people exaggerate a bit. It could have been, like, she did get shot in the butt. Yeah. And it could be that she saved that bullet and reused it. Like, that. Right. that's totally legitimate. I, I like um, the other story. <laughs> but with the, the, yes, hypnotizing, the boy, hypnotizing soldiers, they think that um, it was supposed to be that she hypnotized them and they fell into a large boiling pot. Mm -hmm. It may have actually been um, a large hole in the ground. Oh, okay. Like, a, like, you know, in cartoons where you have the fake leaves and stuff. Right. They could have fallen into uh, a pit that was filled with water. Or a bunny style. Rain. Yes um there's another legend that says she went into a hill and i put partied prayed and oh. meditated <laughs> um when her people were like low on food so she went up there to pray and she meditated and afterwards pumpkin seeds appeared in her pocket and she planted those seeds and they had pumpkins in seven days oh wow it, it's a miracle it's a pumpkin miracle Wow. Yeah. And it's called Pumpkin Hill now. Oh, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but she, uh, yeah, she is now uh, one of seven national heroes of Jamaica. Mm -hmm. She is the only female. Uh, there's no record of what she actually looks like, uh, but she is on the $500 bill. Ooh, for Jamaica. There's a $500 bill. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, there's like a slang for it. You know how like in America we'll say like uh, Benjamin is a mm -hmm. hundred. There's a nanny which is receiving a $500 bill. Wow. Get the hat. And there is a, a memorial to her in Moortown. I skipped right over that part. Um, in 1738 yeah. and 39, there were treaties signed that, uh, the British like granted Maroons their land. Like it was like legally theirs. And in 1741, Nanny was given a 500 acre land grant on what is now called Moortown. And they also oh. called it new, new, new Nanny town. New nanny new, town. New, new, new queen nanny town. Um, but now there's a memorial to her. And they, they keep calling it a bump grave. 
And I was trying to like oh. look up if it's an actual grave site or if it's just a memorial. And like the only things that was coming up on the Google for bump grave was specifically for her grave. Oh. So I haven't figured out, like it does say that she lies there, mm-hmm. but we also, we don't really know her birth date right. and we don't really know her death date. Um, there's reports that she died in 1733. There was some British soldiers mm-hmm. that came back and said that they got her. And I'm like, but you gave her a land grant in 1741. Right, yeah. So that's not quite real. Do you think the bump is kind of like the Indian mounds burial grounds where it's, it's kind like of more of a land mass sort of thing? Um, there's pictures of it. It's like a stone thing and it's tall. And then oh. there's like a metal uh, like pillar on top. Oh. Like it almost looks almost like a feather. There's like half circles and then they rotate going up. Oh, neat. It's oh, made wow. out of metal. Huh. There, it says that she lies there yeah so but right. yes so there's a really good documentary um on queen nanny on uh canopy which is available through your local library you've been loving the canopy lately I've had some good look luck at that. you yes um it's called queen nanny legendary maroon chiefess. ooh chief wow good <laughs> Ooh, fantastic. So she was like the, the 1730-ish is kind of like yeah, her prime? 1700s when the, okay. when the Maroons had their thing. And when I was like reading this, I was like, was that an outlander? Because there's a oh. point in outlander where they're on Jamaica and there is a, a village living out there and Trey was like, the Maroons? I was like, yes! So yeah, the Maroons are in outlander so i'm gonna have to go back and see if they have like a leader lady who's supposed to be queen so you said earlier something about of all the legends Mm -hmm. that people got boiled that the british that they somehow she was hypnotized british like soldiers who were coming to find them hypnotized them and they fell into a boiling like a large pot of water so that actually might be plausible because um, if you know anything about the history of slavery in the Caribbean um, or Caribbean, however you say that. Um, tomato, tomato, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess it's Caribbean. Anyway. Um, the history of of slavery in the Caribbean um, is is really horrid. Mm-hmm. Um, enslaved people in the United States actually lived long enough to grow to adulthood, to have children, um, and and even possibly grow old. In the Caribbean, however, life was really horrible. Um, they weren't fed. and um, they had way more severe punishments, including being boiled in a big pot of water. So Um, it would be very much a revenge play then, to a certain extent. Yeah. 
So if, because in the Caribbean, there's a lot, there were a lot of sugar plantations. Mm. And so they would boil the sugar, uh, the, the sugar cane, or I'm not entirely sure how you make sugar out of sugar cane, but um, a lot of times uh, it, they had to boil things. And uh, as punishment, they would often put a, a person in there. And and they didn't all they didn't necessarily die, right? Like some of them would, and then some of them wouldn't. But the life expectancy of an enslaved person in the Caribbean was only like seven, five or seven years. Oh my gosh! So um, so anyway, it it could be highly plausible Mm -hmm. that I don't know about the hypnotism part, but I guess you could have. But the whole concept of boiling people in a big pot of of water is highly plausible. That's crazy. As horrid as that sounds. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. I know, right? <laughs> oh. Yikes. No, I'm just trying to imagine them like somehow carrying a giant pot through the forest down there. I don't know. Like, I don't either. Yeah, exactly. And then you just kind of dig a hole in the ground and then do it to uh, Bugs Bunny style where they just kind of fall in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Queen Nanny of the Maroons, eh? Yeah. I like it. I'm going to have to find that documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they keep like talking in the documentary that, at least in Jamaica, she is up there with uh, Queen Nzinga, which I think Eden talked about. Yes. And then uh, Harriet Tubman and Sojourner Truth is like, it's like the four uh-huh. ladies they talk about all the time. Wow. Like she's on equal footing. And one of the ladies said that she believed that they were all related. Like that they all oh, came from the same uh, family or tribe. that the, just the spirit hmm. within those four ladies are, ju- are just so, so awesome. That they must be related. See. I like, oh. I like it. See. Oh, too cute. <laughs> Fierce sisters. How about that? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Thanks for sharing, Bonnie. That was amazing. Exactly. That wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week for another cool woman of history as the Gals Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>